Welcome to Influencer Insights. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. In this 10-minute training series, I answer your most asked questions and sought-after advice about blogging, online branding, and influencer growth with step-by-step strategies you can take action on right away. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another awesome episode of Influencer Insights. We've got a great listener Q&A here today for you. And we have the awesome Anna Bennett with us today. Hi, Anna. (laughs) Hey, Julie. Great to be on. Great to have you here. So you have an awesome question, and I cannot wait for you to share it with us. All right. So my question has to do with... um, basically quitting or, or, you know, uh, basically my question is how do you determine when a certain strategy, a platform or a certain project is no longer worth the amount of time and effort being invested in it? And I was curious, as far as your practice goes, do you have just an intuitive feel of when it's time to let something go or are there like a strict set of metrics and return on investment that you adhere to? Mm, Okay. I love this question. I know this is something that we've all felt. We've all been here. I think it's a question that a lot of our listeners can absolutely relate with. That idea of like, am I spending too much time on this? Am I on the right path? Do am I really following what I should be following? Am I wasting my time? What's happening? So to answer your question in terms of the intuitive piece, it's kind of both. Both. I'm I'm a firm believer that your gut is never going to steer you wrong. You always need to follow your gut first and foremost, which is probably going to tell you even some that something may be off, right? And that you need to pay attention and kind of look at metrics and stuff. But before we get there, it really is about knowing what your goals are and not getting those confused with the outcome. And this is where that feeling of of quitting comes up. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you want to make $20,000 on your side hustle Mm -hmm. and that hasn't happened. So you guess that you should just give up because it's not working, right? Well, wanting to make $25,000 on your side hustle, that is a result. That is not a goal and that is not something specific enough. So already you're kind of setting yourself up for that feeling of failure and wanting to give up. Now, a specific goal would be I want to make $25,000 or $20,000 on my side hustle. So I'm going to create an ebook or whatever that may be for you, right? And I'm going to complete this piece of content in the next 15 days, 30 days, whatever a realistic completion date is for you. And then I'm going to start selling it to my community, to my ideal customer, my ideal audience by a specific date. So it's really important to give yourself those specific dates. Then what you want to do just to make sure that your revenue goals are realistic is reverse engineer the math, right? So let's say it's going to be, you want to make $20,000 in 45 days. Well, that's going to be $445 a day. So then you need to start asking yourself and getting clear with your gut. Is that realistic for me? You know, with the, with my community, with where I am. So you got to gut check that first. Does it need to be 60 days? Because then that's going to be about $330 a day. Or does it need to be 90 days? Because that's going to be about 220 days. So it's really about getting specific so you can get really realistic about those revenue goals. And also something that we do in our business, we call it a good, better, and best. So in terms of revenue goals, what we do whenever we're launching anything, we always have a pre-launch meeting and we talk about the revenue goals and we say, what is a good number? What is a better and what is best in order to hit? And we usually kind of do it. It depends. It can be anywhere between, depending on what the product is and, and you know how big the launch is, it could be between 
you know, let's say good would be $50, better would be $75 and best would be a hundred, right? Or maybe it's 10, 20 and 30,000 or whatever that may be for you. But giving you a, a good, better, best also gives you a realistic cushion to kind of base where you end up landing and where you can go from there. So again, it's giving you a better a better outcome at the end for you to want to keep that feeling and that confidence that you're going to have to want to keep moving forward and not giving up. So right. once you have the specific action steps for those specific days that you would do, so let's say that you're, you have an ebook and you want to, to sell $20,000 of that ebook within 45 days, right? And then of course you have to price your ebook out. So then you have to know like how many ebooks do I need to sell in a day to make $445 a day? And then you get to decide how am I going to get this out? Am I going to do it through email marketing? Am I going to do it for, through social media uh, plugs? Am I going to do webinars? Am I going to do an email challenge? Am I going to do all the above? And however you are choosing to sell that ebook, you've got to figure out what you can do that's realistic within that 45 day or 60 day or 90 day time frame that you're giving you know, yourself. And then during those times, during the times, once the ebook is completed, once you're marketing it out there, I would not worry about metrics or anything else during that time. I would literally be spending that time marketing my product, getting it out there, talking about it, letting people know why it's a value, really building up my confidence in talking about it, testing things out, tweaking some things, getting, you know, social proof, maybe some feedback from people who are buying, maybe getting some reviews during that time, really refining where and how I do the marketing and the content. And then after those 45, 60, 90 days that you decided on, that's when I would sit down, then look at the metrics and then see where we landed. And I would start asking myself questions like, were my numbers realistic? Did we hit that target of good, better, and best? What could we have done differently? Were, you know, where were we on the mark and where were we off? What is the feedback that we got? And then that's when you go with the gut check, right? Like, okay. is it worth tweaking and continuing on? And honestly, what I have come to find, Anna, is that when you do it this way and you get so specific about it, nine times out of 10, it's almost always worth continuing because you set yourself up for, for attainable results and for that confidence to keep going in the beginning. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. 
Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale, This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's interesting that your strategy is so like time-based and that it's, it's almost like you're running an experiment, testing the results rather than having it be like an ongoing open-ended, uh, (laughs) sort of, sort of measurement. Right. I mean, when it comes to any kind of goal and in order to, to get an outcome from a goal, it has to be specific and it has to be time-based. Otherwise, like you said, it's just open-ended, you know, then you kind of feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall. And that's what kind of happened. There's a, a student in my Influencer Academy program named Rebecca. And that's kind of how she felt before. You know, she was just like, I just feel like I should give up. Like I'm not getting anywhere with this idea. Maybe my idea sucks. Like, I just feel like I should quit and like start something else. I just don't feel like I'm on the right path. And I'm like, well, you could not be on the right path, right? Like, I don't know what's best for you, but let's really kind of take a look at it. And once she learned our goal setting process that we teach in the academy and really started goal setting in that way, she saw major shifts in results because she just wasn't throwing spaghetti at the wall anymore. She had a complete system and formula to follow that allowed not only for her to see the metrics, but to really be gut checking from an instinctual place and not from a fear-based place. Right. So I think that that's what is is really important there, that you have to have a specific goal that's realistic with completion dates that are easily measurable. And then the other thing, just to kind of add a little bonus here, is that whenever you're going down any kind of new creative endeavor, you also have to really get clear on what I call is your Zog, Zock, and Zoys. So this is your... <laughs> Zog is your zone of genius. Zoc mm-hmm. is your zone of competence. And Zoe is your zone of incompetence. Now, I have a whole entire module on this in the academy, but I kind of want to give a quick overview here because I feel like it's important. Yeah, Really knowing what your zone of genius is. And this is like the stuff that you know that you just shine in. You love doing it. It's amazing. Let's say that you're a writer, right? And you love to write and you're amazing at writing and it's so great and it's all of that stuff. But you're not really great at photography, right? If you need photography in order to create whatever you're doing, as well as you're going to need to, you're going to need writing, you may want to consider maybe outsourcing or finding some help 
for that photography piece. Otherwise, you're going to start to feel so burnt out and so run down by doing the writing, which you love, which is your zone of genius. But then now you have this photography piece, which is either like your zone of competence or your zone of incompetence that now is kind of bogging you down. Yeah. So that's like kind you, of another... You could do it, but it would take you longer exactly. than someone for whom that's their zone of genius. Exactly. It's going to take you longer. It's going to exhaust you more. You're not going to be that like into it, but then it's just going to kind of feel like this thing that you have to do. And then it becomes a chore. And then it's not this like fun entrepreneurial dream that you're, you're just basically putting yourself in this new cage, right? Yeah. So it's really about getting clear on what piece of the puzzle can you really focus in on and really do and do well? And what other piece of the puzzle could you maybe get some sort of help with? And it doesn't have to necessarily be paid. If you don't have a lot of money to throw at this side hustle idea, you could find a friend and you guys could do a trade, you know, like whatever that kind of looks like for you. But that's just kind of another piece to keep in there because when you start to get really specific with your completion dates, you don't want these other items that could be potentially dragging you down and bringing down that confidence. And then you start to come from that place of fear of, oh, I'm not on the right track. And then you want to quit. Mm. So was that helpful? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a great way to to think about approaching strategy and projects is time based for sure. Awesome. So it's not like throwing spaghetti at a wall; it's like throwing fettuccine at a doorknob, maybe. <laughs> exactly. It's like, and it's 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 actually not throwing it at the at the wall at all. It's taking it yeah. from you know the pan and putting it on your plate and eating. Right. It. Yeah, because it's like so ultra specific. Then. Right you know, because there's no outcome for like spaghetti coming off the wall. It's like, what, what does success look like in that case? Exactly. And it really does allow for that intuitive piece to come through because your, your mind is already connected with that intuition of kind of knowing like, this is the lay of the land. You know, this is where we're going. It gives you a specific roadmap, if you will. And so then the intuition can kind of do what it does as you're going along. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that question. I think that it's one that will resonate with lots of people listening. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate your insight, Julie, and I look forward to uh, hearing what you've got coming up next. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Now, if you are someone who wants personalized help with overcoming all of these time management issues that we can face, then do yourself a huge favor and check out the Influencer Academy. The Influencer Academy is an online brand building roadmap that will accelerate your success in half the time. Now, some of what I shared today can be found in the Academy. Just to give you a taste of how jam-packed this program is, I teach everything from getting clear on your purpose and passions, exactly how to get started, what to focus on first, especially when this is your side hustle, an entire module dedicated to newsletter growth strategies and and other strategies like we talked about today, and a ton more on exactly how to launch a successful product or service online. It truly is jam-packed with tools to help you overcome those pesky feelings of doubt, eliminate those excuses, and really start to take action in just a matter of weeks. Go to theinfluenceracademy.org to enroll for immediate and instant access. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right, I will see you again, same time, same place next week.